So would you rise before the Lord? Let us make a profession of our faith by using the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is visible and invisible. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, We acknowledge one baptism. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. I invite you all to please be seated except the two ordinands. belongs to the office of a deacon to share in the humility and service of our Lord Jesus Christ for the strengthening of the church which is his body you are to read the gospel and proclaim Christ at all times through your service to instruct both young and old in the catechism and at the direction of the bishop or priest um, overseeing you in your local church to baptize and preach You are to assist the priest in public worship, to guide the intercessions of the congregation, to aid in the administration of Holy Communion, and to carry the sacrament to those who are kept from the table by illness, infirmity, or imprisonment. Furthermore, you are to interpret to the church the needs and the concerns and the hopes of the world. It is the deacon's office to encourage and to equip the household of God to care for the stranger to embrace the poor and the helpless, to seek them out so that they may be relieved. Will you take up this charge gladly and willingly? I will, the Lord be my helper. Amen. Do you trust that you are inwardly moved by the Holy Spirit to take upon yourself this office and ministry, to serve God for the promoting of his glory and the edifying of his people? Do you believe that you are called according to the will of our Lord Jesus Christ and in accordance with the canons of this church to this office and ministry? 
Are you persuaded that the Holy Scriptures contain all things necessary for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ? Will you diligently read these scriptures to the people assembled in the church building where you are appointed to serve? I will. Will you be diligent to frame and to fashion your own life and the life of your family according to the doctrine of Christ and to make both yourself and them, as much as you are able, wholesome examples and patterns to the flock of Christ? Brother, you have heard during the church's discernment of your vocation and in the Holy Scriptures themselves how weighty is this office to which you are called. I now exhort you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to be a messenger, a watchman, and steward of the Lord. You are to teach and to warn, to feed and to provide for the Lord's family, to seek for Christ's sheep, who are in the midst of this fallen world, that they may be saved through Christ forever. Remember how great is this treasure committed to your charge. They are the sheep of Christ for whom he shed his blood. The church and the congregation whom you will serve is his bride, his body. If the church or any of her members is hurt or hindered by your negligence, you must know both the gravity of your fault and the grievous judgment that will result. Therefore, consider the purpose of your ministry to the children of God. Work diligently with your whole heart to bring those in your care into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of God, to maturity in Christ, as we heard from Ephesians this morning, that there may be among you neither error in religion nor immorality in life. Finally, equip and lead your congregation to proclaim tirelessly the gospel of Jesus Christ. And seeing that the demands of this office are so great, lay aside all worldly distractions and take care to direct all that you do to this purpose. Read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest the Holy Scriptures that you may show yourself both dutiful and thankful to the Lord and frame your conduct and that of your household and those committed to your care according to the doctrine and discipline of Christ. Know, however, that you cannot accomplish this of yourself, for the will and the ability needed are given by God alone. Therefore, pray earnestly for his Holy Spirit to enlighten your mind and to strengthen your resolve. So that this congregation of Christ Church gathered today may know your intent in these things, I charge you to answer plainly these questions, which I, in the name of God and His Church, now ask. Do you believe in your heart that you are truly called according to the will of our Lord Jesus Christ and according to the canons of this church to the order and ministry of the priesthood? Do you believe that the Holy Scriptures contain all things necessary for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ? And are you determined out of the Holy Scriptures to instruct the people committed to your charge, to teach or maintain nothing as necessary to eternal salvation but that which may be concluded and proved by the Scriptures? I do so believe, and I am so determined, the Lord being my helper. Amen.
Will you then give your faithful diligence always so to minister the doctrine, sacraments, and discipline of Christ as the Lord has commanded and as this church has received them according to the commandments of God so that you may teach the people committed to your charge with all diligence to keep and to observe them? I will, the Lord being my helper. Will you be ready with all faithful diligence to banish and to drive away from the body of Christ all erroneous and strange doctrines contrary to God's word, and to use both public and private admonitions and exhortations to the weak as well as the strong within your charge, as need shall require and occasion shall be given. I will, the Lord being my helper. Amen. Will you be diligent in prayer and in the reading of Holy Scripture? And in such study as may further acknowledge of the same, laying aside all distractions of the world and the flesh. I will, the Lord being my helper. Will you be diligent to frame and fashion your own life and the life of your family? You, you have a precious treasure with these three new babies you and Sherry are so blessed to, to care for. Um, to fashion and form them according to the doctrine of Christ and to make yourself and them as much as you are able a wholesome example and pattern to the flock of Christ. I will, the Lord being my helper. Amen. Will you maintain and set forward as much as you are able quietness, peace, and love among all Christian people, and especially among those who are or shall be committed to your charge? I will, the Lord being my helper. Stand before me now. Will you reverently obey your bishop and other chief ministers who, according to the canons of the church, may have charge and authority over you, following with a glad mind and a good will their godly admonitions and submitting yourself to their godly judgments? I will, the Lord being my helper. Invite the entire assembly to be in an attitude of prayer. If you'd like to kneel, feel free to, free to do so. If you're unable to kneel, then just silence yourself before the Lord. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who has given you both in his own way a good will to do all these things, may he grant you also the strength and the power to perform them, accomplishing in you the good work which he has begun, that you may be found perfect and without reproach on the last day through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I invite you to prostrate yourselves before the Lord.
Teresa. O God, most merciful Father, you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, to take upon himself the form of a servant. He humbled himself, becoming obedient even to death on a cross. Yet you have highly exalted him and made him Lord of all. For this great mystery and for this your servant, whom you now call to obedience, after his example, we offer you our most hearty thanks. And we ask that we may daily increase in humility and service because of his ministry in our midst. And that by his ministry, as well as by those with whom he serves, your holy name forever may be glorified through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Receive the Holy Spirit for the office and work of a deacon in the church of God, now committed to you by the imposition of my hands, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In your great goodness, O Lord, make this your servant a deacon in your church. Give him grace to be modest, humble, and constant in his ministry. Give him a ready will to observe all spiritual discipline and with the testimony of a good conscience always before him. May he continue stable and strong in the service of your Son, Jesus Christ, to whom be glory and honor world without end. Amen.
Would the presbyters in the room come forward? The church in its wisdom gave authority for the bishop to make a deacon, but not a priest. Requires the, the college of, of presbyters. So gather all around here. Everybody in. Everybody within arm's reach. All the way in. Come on, Father Michael. Everybody in. Step up on the thing. Come all around. Press in. Make sure your hands can reach. If, if it's too far for your arm, you're too far away. Stretch forth your hand. Can you reach? Father Carl, can you reach? His head. Can you get Stepping. Father, everybody in. That's right. Everybody in. Come in close. And all the way. You're going to need. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Everybody in. That's right. It's intimate, isn't it? I know. Yeah. yeah. We are so, so blessed to be able to lay our hands on you today. Almighty God and most merciful Father, of your infinite love and goodness, you have given your only Son, Jesus Christ, to be our Redeemer and the author of everlasting life. After he made perfect our redemption by his death and resurrection and ascended into heaven, he sent into the whole world his apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. By the Holy Spirit, through their labor and ministry, he gathered together a great flock set forth to set forth the eternal praise of your holy name. For these great benefits, and because you have called this your servant to the same office and ministry, we offer you our most hearty thanks. And we humbly ask that we may daily increase in the knowledge and faith of you and of your Son, and that by this minister, as well as by those entrusted to his care, your holy name may forever be glorified and your blessed kingdom enlarged. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. My brother, I anoint you now in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I lay my hands on you now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come. Come, Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit for the office and work of a priest in the church of God, now committed to you by the imposition of our hands. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven. If you withhold forgiveness from anyone, it is withheld. Be a faithful minister of God's holy word and sacraments in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Send your heavenly blessing upon this, your servant, that he may be clothed with righteousness, that your word spoken by his mouth may have such success that it may never be spoken in vain. 
Grant also that we may have grace to hear and receive what he shall deliver out of your most holy word as the means of our salvation, that in all our words and deeds we may seek your glory and your Through Jesus Christ, Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, world without end. Always kiss the cross, right? So. My brother received this stole as a sign of the yoke of Christ, your Savior. Take the authority to read the gospel in the church, and in all you do throughout the community. Uh, read the gospel and teach the same. Stand under this authority. In Jesus' name. Take this yoke of the Lord, my brother, for his yoke is easy and his burden is light. You can always kiss the yoke as much as you want to. Amen, you will. That's right. My brother received this priestly garment, which symbolizes charity. For God is well able to give you an increase of love and a perfect work. Would you submit your hands, please? The hands, the oil. Palms up. Grant, O Lord, to consecrate and sanctify these hands by this unction and by our blessing, that whoever they may bless, that he blesses, may be blessed, and whatsoever these hands consecrate may be consecrated and sanctified in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. What's next? The Word of God? That's right. You've been through this already once before, right? What do we stand under? The Word of God. Take the authority to read, to preach, to proclaim the word of God, and to administer the holy sacraments as signified by this chalice. Chalice, do not forget the trust committed to you as a priest in the church of God. Amen. All right, turn and face the assembly. You guys come join. Peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another and these brothers in the name of the Lord.
Isso. 